He's the owner of the most educated feet in professional wrestling. Some would call him the professor. Some might call him infamous. We call him the host of the show. And I mean, <laughs> folks, where's the lie? It's time for the Undisputed Podcast with Bobby Fish. In three, two, one. Woo! Happy New Year! We haven't got there yet. No, this is the Christmas edition. With- oh, oh, you're right, Dennis. I'm jumping the gun. That's why we're all wearing these amazing sweaters. Yes. Do you even gif? Frank's didn't come with with sleeves. It's the damnedest <laughs> sweater I've ever oh, seen. Frank. It's almost a sweater vest. And he's got a, a V-neck. <laughs> mm. Taylor made. Who knew Frank designed sweaters, Christmas sweaters at that? Well, there you go. Frank, you're yeah. an entrepreneur. Give out your email, Frank. We'll have people hit you up for their personalized sweaters. Mm-hmm. I do out. what I can. Give it out. Give it out. But shitter's full. Hey-o! There you go. Clark W. Griswold. Yes, that was actually Cousin Eddie. <laughs> yeah, but that's all right. He, Close enough. He was the one with the full shitter. He was. He was. That was me yeah. yesterday. Yesterday All right. and Christmas Day. Oh, and yeah, Christmas and, Eve and Christmas Eve and and Christmas Eve's Eve. What and was on the dinner table? What was what was for dinner? I so if you would ask I, my wife, my wife says I don't eat enough. Okay. I so my diet consists of obviously going to the gym. I come home, protein shake, snack in the afternoon consists of a power bar, and a salad at night. So if there's anything extra. Mm-hmm. On holiday time, it does bad things to my nether regions. So when she puts out mini hot dogs, mini meatballs, I indulge. Maybe a little provolone cheese, my Italian-speaking folks. Mm-hmm. Some bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Well, so the I, provolone cheese should bound you up a little bit. So I should. Mm-hmm. Let's just say we had a gas leak over for the last three or four days. <laughs> okay, okay. The Fine. system, the system revolts against. So, your- what are you doing? We don't we don't eat this stuff on the regular. Now you're irregular. Now all hell's gonna break loose. Abort mission. Abort yes. Mission. And when you're doing that kind of stuff in a quiet house and you've got people staying the night at your house, yeah. Ooh. A lot of interesting conversations the next morning. <laughs> who, who was who was in uh, Casa de la Ferraro? Um, my in-laws and they were hey was it in-laws they were they were a full floor down from where our bedroom is like hey we heard some of the something last night what was that noise (laughs) earthquake (laughs) yes it's the house settling yeah houses settle that's what they do they settle they settle that's it that's all that's it yeah we're we're good with we're good with that how was your trip? My trip to Salt Lake City was yeah. pretty friggin' awesome. Had no idea uh, Salt Lake was going to be as much fun as it was. I was hoping. Um, definitely cold. And uh, the whole mission. So since my wife and I have known each other, um, which is, I think, going on five years, we have tried uh, 
to no um, degree of success up until Salt Lake City uh, to get Willow, um, my stepdaughter, to see snow. Because she's a Florida kid. She's never seen snow. And um, we were looking into it. We were going to actually come up Albany way, we considered. But any uh, the, the Northwest was like the highest probability. So we went with Salt Lake City for whatever reason. And, and then uh, next thing you know, the holidays are upon us and we're ready to leave for the trip. And they had snow. Um, so it worked out perfectly. However, we get there. And there was snow already on the ground, so we had all the activities planned and we did all that stuff. But she's never seen snow fall from the sky either. So the weather report kept saying that there was going to be snow and it failed us and failed us and failed us. And the last night we were going ice skating and uh, she finally got snow fall. So yeah, it was was successful in every way. I have video and uh, obviously photos and stuff, but of, of all of us ice skating, um, I'm a tremendous ice skater. Well, people don't know you were in the Olympics for ice yes. skating. Former, former figure skater. Yes. You're accomplished, yes. Yes, yes. Um, but uh, it snowed that night, and it, it was perfect. And, you know, as a 10-year-old will do, um, she was making snow angels, and she had on – you know, like I know better because I grew up in Albany. Like, you know, if you don't have like snow clothes on, you don't you don't make snow angels and stuff. You're gonna get wet and you'd be freezing. <laughs> but as a ten year old Florida kid, like she just you know went for it, and I'm thinking to myself, man, she's gonna be freezing a little while. Never, never once complained. Never anything. Like she just was over the moon excited about snow she loves friggin' snow so i think now we have to become um like winter uh activity people and have to head back to utah at some point take your sleigh riding yeah well we went tubing so the, oh. the things we did we went uh the first thing we did was we went snowmobiling which was awesome i really never done that before yeah it was so cool so much fun we actually got to see uh Rip's house from Yellowstone. You guys no kidding. No, a little bit, yeah. Really? Yeah. If you don't watch Yellowstone, like get off this podcast. Now? Yeah. Both. If if I leave, I'll sit here and do it by myself. All right. So you see Rip's (laughs) Rip's castle. Nice. Really? (laughs) Yeah. So we saw that. I'm the um, only person fascinated by this right now, I think. Yeah, it was so cool. Because it was in – they used to shoot it in uh, Salt Lake, in, in Park City. Yeah, yeah. Which is where we were. Um, and then it left. And then the tour guide was telling us that now it's coming back to Park City. But, yeah, that was cool. Then we went tubing, um, which was really cool as well. Um, and it there was skiing and snowboarding with the tubing and we didn't do either of those, but I'm watching it and like, I think I'm ready to, to, to try one of the two. They say skiing's easy, right? Um, then snowboarding. Yeah. I would, I, I would have to. Yeah. Did, I, have either of you skied or snowboarded? No, no. Okay. So then that's why I think as Albanians, we grow to hate the winter because 
We don't do anything to enjoy the winter. But if you go, like, even when we were ice skating and tubing and snowmobiling, like all these things that I'm outside and, and I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be freezing. I know what this is like. And either you just distracted enough to not notice it or like, I think the problem, like I said, was that I grew up in the, in Albany experiencing the cold weather and the snow and then not actually like doing anything to enjoy it. Hmm. Now, granted, I mean, you know, my, like I grew up in a very blue collar home and we didn't, we weren't, my parents we weren't skiers and, you know, we didn't have a, a winter house at Breckenridge, <laughs> you know, we weren't sipping hot chocolate. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I think you, you, you get where I'm going. With yeah. This, I mean, but... it, to my, it's my understanding that skiing is not cheap. No, no, I don't think it is. Um, but yeah, Salt Lake City, if you get a chance to go, go there. Park City's really cool. Um, we walked around uh, like where the ski stuff is. We didn't ski, but we walked around like the shops and everything. It's it's a cool it's a cool place. It's a good trip. Good trip. Came home, had a good Christmas. You know. Nice. Yeah. How about you boys? Christmas treats you well? Yes, very. Oh, really? For me, it was probably one of the best Christmases I've had in about eight years. Both both kids with me all day. My girlfriend's kids were over on Christmas Eve. My dad was there. Beautiful. Uh, It was was a really good time. I drank some bourbon. It was a good time. Nice. Nice. Oh, Frank. Fan of alcoholics. (laughs) Hey, all right. Yeah. I love drunk people. <laughs> <laughs> no. If you're not drunk, I don't want to know you. <laughs> Thankfully, I was not. I was not intoxicated. I was just. Yeah. I had a nice buzz working. Good. I kept good. it to like I think two bourbons, so I was I was pretty good. Okay, that's just feeling a little warm, right? That's just warm. Yeah, the, the ears got a little warm, but yeah. And we kind of cut it off. We had a, a Christmas party a few weeks ago, and uh, I drank way too much bourbon. Uh, and I was DJing. I was I was DJing the party, and at one point couldn't read the computer screen, so I just kind of gave up. Yeah, yeah. Bad. I remember the days of too much bourbon. They were. Uh, I used to uh, get home after a lot of those evenings, and. Um, make myself a, a little a little treat before bedtime and then wake up with the wake up with a Sunday all over <laughs> whipped cream in my hair you know hot that was a whipped cream baby doll <laughs> oh boy looking around like uh where is she must have been a wild night and said, where is he where is he where is he what a bowl, what, what? A bowl and a spoon <laughs> I see where you're going with that, Frank. I see where you're going. You're going to get us canceled. (laughs) Our little little guest of honor for the Demi Awards. There he is. There he is. Brother! That's the Demi itself. That's that's what the Demi Award looks (laughs) like. That's the Demi. (laughs) That's the Demi. 
Oh, God. Ah, so, cat's out of the bag, boys. Cat's Woo! out of the bag. It is the uh, Christmas slash New Year's edition, and we are going to do a 2022 roundup um, chuck full of Something. awards. Awards! <laughs> Yay. Awards! Here on the Demipod. We're going to give some awards out. We're going to review the year, kind of, maybe, sort of, a little bit. Best of 2022. (laughs) Um, We have numerous categories. How how many we got, Frank? Do we know? Do we have a count? 12, 14, 15 categories. (laughs) All right. All right. I got 11. Where the hell did you get 15? I think he adds something in there that in well, at least we're all on our own pages, yeah. <laughs> literally and figuratively. So these are the uh, the uh, first annual Demipod Awards. Oh, yay! It's kind of like the Slammies. <laughs> The Slammies. Yeah, we're gonna have Hacksaw Jim Doug and Harley Race fighting somewhere in the bathroom or something. Or yeah, here at my house. <laughs> Imagine that a, a, a dead carcass of Harley Race pops out of your bathroom. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Getting beat up by right. oh, oh. Right. what a great All launch right. to the awards show. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. I've got. Harley races body on ice in my freezer. <laughs> what was the big gift this year? Like, what was the go-to gift for your daughter? Um, Other than was it was Utah the, the big gift, or was her Utah? Yeah, Utah. Okay. The trip was the big was the big gift. Um, my wife and I we uh, agreed to like you know just let the trip be what it'll be this year. She did, you know, I mean, she's 10, so we definitely did some things to have around the tree. Don't get me wrong. Santa Claus? Um, yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, she's not here. She's, she's in Tampa this, this week. So, uh, it's my okay. kids are here. Um, but yeah, so she still got, had, had a decent amount of gifts here and she had a great time. So it didn't matter. And then, so we just said like the trip is going to be the thing and my wife and I agreed like we're not doing gifts you know etc cetera, etc cetera. so like I uh, got my wife a nice card and uh, I grabbed a few gift cards because you know you're the husband like you can't not and you guys can't tell Get our pony. Get our pony in there. <laughs> you mother... You got our pony. Got her a llama. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it, I, we don't have to tell her. It's coming Saturday. Sure. She's going to fucking see it. I'm just... <laughs> so I don't that have to needs to be videotaped from start to finish. <laughs> <laughs> all right. In all seriousness. Well, no, this is just, just no, a little, little bit of advice to the husbands out there. When 
Uh, and believe me, I am I am not the authority on being a good husband because more times than not, I'm dropping the ball all over the place. Uh, in fact, dropping the ball today. <laughs> However, my piece of advice would be when you agree to not gift you are still getting you yeah, gonna get so unfortunately for me like i did the gift card so that worked but the um uh i got her some boots that she was eyeing in the oh, store oh, oh, in utah oh. and uh so i ordered them but they're they did they obviously didn't arrive in like two days time, but they will be coming soon enough and it'll shock the hell out of her. And I was pretty convinced that I was, I was pretty sure she was going to get me something. Um, she didn't. arrival time on said boots i don't i don't and i even emailed the company they're called uh freebird freebird mm-hmm. are they michael hayes no 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 it's just an eight minute song mm. they uh they're uh, uh like a premium leather boot maker um apparently they're pretty popular because uh I had to talk to my, uh, message my wife's best friend and ask her some questions before I ordered them. And, um, like what size? She was saying that they were, they were fantastic. Well, I kind of knew my wife's size, but I just wanted to make sure because you never know what sizing. So I sent like the link and blah, blah, blah. But my, um, my wife's best friend was like, oh, those are like three birds. So she can't listen to this episode for a few days then? Um, no, but yeah. Is she a, is she one of our, you know, loyal listeners? Um, no, I'm pretty sure she gets her fill of me at home. Makes sense. You know, my, my wife doesn't either. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, um, I showed you the stack of autographs that I think I'm pretty handsome, but I hate myself right now. 
I'm so sick of seeing my stupid fucking face. And I'm not done. I got two boxes left. Nice. Get to keep on giving that, Clarky. The gift that keeps on giving. Most, and most award shows have a monologue. Ours is Christmas present talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. I just, I'm fascinated yeah, by originators. Gift. You're welcome. I'm fascinated by gift giving and what do people ask for and stuff. Mm. So, uh, what do you guys think of the um, like the Secret Santa thing? I hate it. Really? Why? Do you tell, Frank? Why? Because <sighs> you get something you don't want. Yeah. Well, you generally get something you don't want. Well, but I think it's supposed to be designed to be humorous, no? And then it takes, like, expense and all that out of the... Out of the... Equation and um, I mean I've never been a part of one to be honest, but they look like fun. Nah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. We do them at work for our holiday party here, and yeah, it can be a crapshoot, especially if you get someone. I had actually got my boss for my Secret Santa this year. He was your present. Yeah, someone wrapped him up for me. It was pretty awesome. No, wow. I, I had to get a gift, and we do a twenty-five dollar limit on the gifts as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I our my boss here is relatively new to the company, and I'm not in the office every day, so I don't really know him. So I just asked a few questions, but right. apparently he's a golfer, so I couldn't go wrong with golf oh, stuff. Yeah, so. that's good, that's good. There you go. There you go. Did you get him a ball? Just get him one golf ball. <laughs> I got. Yeah, I think I got him. A, I got, I got him a hat. Here you go. Well, listen, they're expensive, so $25. No, I got him a hat and a sleeve of golf balls. Or no, tees. No, no golf. I didn't get him any balls. I left his balls out of it. Oh. That's always safe to do when it's your when it involves your boss. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very true. I never I you know, the whole time I worked uh for Triple H, never once did I handle his balls. Oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. good. Yeah. Or Tony Yeah, even better for you. Mm-hmm. Or the guy at Ring of Honor. <laughs> that guy. Or Harley Race. Harley Race. We're back on Harley Race. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm on Harley Race. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. Handsome. He's handsome. That's why. He was handsome. Let's give, let's give out an award. Let's give out an award. Let's give out an award. Let's give an award. All right, boys. What's uh, what's gonna lead off the batting order here? Should we start at the top? No, that should okay. be last. Start okay. at the the furthest back, like the dead bottom. Like start. Harley Race. Start at the team. Let's go come back of the year. Okay. Okay. Come back of the year. Come back of the year. And the Demi goes to? I say it goes to UFC 278. Leon Edwards head kicking Kamaru Usman's head into another 
dimension uh, for numerous reasons. So, uh, boys, have either of you seen uh, this head kick? I have not. You have not. Okay. Do yourselves a favor and uh, go check it out. It's um, I, For me, it's comeback of the year because anybody who watched that fight I believe it's either the fourth or fifth round, but Leon Edwards is losing the fight pretty handedly. I mean, he's not, you know, getting totally stonewalled, but like Kamara Usman's rolling. And it did not seem like uh, Leon Edwards had any real answer for uh, Kamaru Usman, which is kind of the norm with Usman and, and his title defenses. I think he had the most in UFC history going into that. Um, and he's just such a complete fighter, you know, um, but there's always that puncher's chance. And uh, Leon landed just the, the perfect head kick. And uh, he really kind of set it up, if I'm not mistaken, um, he read that Kamaru was slipping the right hand and he threw the lead head kick after a right hand. So if I'm slipping your right hand, I'm, I'm probably going towards my right. If it's two uh, conventional fighters and so lead leg you know, off, off the dome. Um, so when you slip the right hand, you are like leaning right into what would be the lead head kick. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm watching it right now. And he okay. he, he fainted with the right and threw yeah. the kick. And okay. he, leaned, he leaned into it. Yeah, and basically caught the kick right in his ear. Right, which is what made it such a devastating, like... I don't believe there was any follow-up. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dennis. But no, he, after he, did. he went down. He just, it he was one away. of those, yeah, it was a, a walk-off KO. And it was yep. because of that. Now, now if, if he had not set it up with the feint, he may have very well still landed the kick, but it might not have been the walk-off that it was because it was like, you know, um, the momentum of each of the slip and the kick coming together to create such impact. So yeah, pretty awesome. And, uh, just a crazy comeback, you know, um, cause there's no way if it went to the cards that Leon was winning that fight. And, uh, yeah. Needed the knockout and got the knockout. Yes. Needed the knockout and, and got the knockout. And if I'm not mistaken, like, <clears throat> in his corner prior to that round starting, like his corner was, um, you know, kind of letting him know, and, and, Hey, you, you got to go for it here because we're not going to win on the cards. And, and I would imagine he might've had some idea that like, Hey, I'm losing this fight, <clears throat> but yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Did you ever nice. consider doing UFC? Um, yeah, I, it was – so I don't know that I've ever done enough grappling that MMA would – that that would definitely be a box I would need to check 
more. Um, but at the time, like coming up in, in pro wrestling and I, I had done martial arts and I did some amateur kickboxing and stuff. And I, I, I don't know, I, I had this love for pro wrestling and like over the years being in pro wrestling, of course, I've developed this love for MMA. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, but you can't do that shit backwards. And, you know, 46 is not the, uh, <laughs> the prime age to start an MMA career. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, it is what it is. All right. Yeah. Next category. The most epic start of a podcast in 2022. Okay. Goes to whom? Uh, am I giving all of these or are we? Uh, I have to give this one, right? Yes. Because I'm the only one that heard it. And I got to give a, a shout out to uh, my boy, Rocky Romero. So, uh, <laughs> sessions with Renee. I don't say the name properly. Well, it's Moxley's Paquette? wife. Paquette. Yeah. Paquette. Well, Moxley at this point, right? But then again, that's probably not his real name. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> anyway, let's just call her Renee Moxley. Sessions with Renee Moxley, um, Rocky Romero. Um, <laughs> if you get yourself, if you get a chance, go out of your way to hear it. It's a good interview, first off. But the, I mean, the first three minutes is just an epic start to a podcast. It's got hamsters, it's got um, adultery, it's got um, uh, what would it be called? Uh, Hulkamania. <laughs> no, there's no Hulkamania. Um, um, parents eating their young. Huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go out of your way to. Go huh. out of my way to listen to that. Right, that's a great idea. Yeah, first three minutes. Just get the first three minutes. It's the epic. <laughs> it's an epic, epic start to a podcast, um, and it's actually given birth. No pun intended. To a category on the Demipod that will be repeated next year. <laughs> God bless is, you, Rocky Romero. God bless yes. you, son. Well, and Renee. And Renee, Moxie Podcast, Junior the Third. Wow. God bless hamsters. God bless John Moxley, Brains, Rollins, Douglas the Third. The fuck just happened? What? Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> okay. Next category. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> badass of the year goes to. Ooh, badass of the year. Boys, I'm going to let you handle this one. Dennis, you can handle this one. Ooh, um, Dennis, can you handle this one? Uh, I think so. I'm I, I'm slightly peeing my pants a little bit. But he's not here. That is true. But I just want to remind you, he's not here. I have a feeling he's become a loyal listener since he had a wonderful <laughs> experience on the podcast not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Badass, of the, badass of the year, the Demi goes to Warren Thompson for scaring the shit out of me in life. It's scaring me. It's a scary individual. His mere presence. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and I say that with nothing but love for the guy because when we had him on, he was awesome. He's a super yeah. nice guy. Just, yeah, not not the guy that I want to make mad. I can tell no, you that. <laughs> no, a pleasant individual for yeah. sure. Uh, I think for me, 
what I love most about Warren's fight career and Warren the man is like, he's not a guy that went undefeated. He, you know, he has won as well as he's lost. And like, I feel like that's really the measure of a man. Like everybody, everybody looks good when they're winning. Right. Everybody's riding high when they're winning, you know, but it's like, how do you rebound from a loss? And sometimes like devastating losses and, and he's had them. And, and that, I don't know, man, that sort of like wherewithal and uh, just resilience. I, that to me, you know, that's a guy I want in my foxhole. Warren he's a man's man. Yeah, he's a man's man. Yeah. War the destroyer on Instagram. Go out of your way to, to, Follow him. Um, he's just yeah. a good dude, though. The stuff he does on Instagram, he's hunting, he's driving the General Lee pickup truck at his brother in law. He's just, <laughs> he's that guy, though. He's, yeah, he's a good egg. He's a good egg, that Thompson. Yes, yeah. sir. Good dude. Hell of a mullet, too. Can, yeah. can pull off a mullet. If we had an award for mullet of the year, he would win that, too. Well, we just gave him it. Fuck it. We just, nope. there it is. But yeah, but then we got to have that next year, and we can't do that. I'm not sure they can... might not be cool next year because I there's definitely an expiration date on the mullet. Yeah, and it's they've and they've recently come back and picking my kid yeah. up from school like, and oh, I see a bunch of kids place. with mullets and I'm like, what happened? What, what happened? They're I feel like I'm back in 1988. They're all over great, great year, but this has been happening happening progressively for like four years. The mullet, like the comeback of the mullet, has been. A slow bleed because I remember like seeing a few of them, you know, two three years ago, and it's been a slow bleed. It's a, it's Everything a slow comes bleed. back, man. What's old is new again. Have no fear. Skids and Z Cavaricis will be back in style. Oh hell yeah! In a few years. Hell yeah! I don't have any. And white hats. I don't have them either, but that's all right. Dirty white hats. Dirty, Dirty white, white hats. hats. Dirty white hats. Sounds like a country band. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That could it's be our band name. Okay. Tweet of the year. Tweet of the year. Go this just to... happened recently, too. It, it did. Do you want to handle this one, Frank? It goes to the Mr. Doot 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 himself, Michael P.S. Hayes, referring to yesterday or Christmas Day being the 40-year anniversary of the start of arguably the greatest feud of professional wrestling, the Freebirds and the Von Erichs, when yeah. Terry Bam Bam Gordy slammed the cage door on Kerry Von Erich. Hell yeah. And I gotta say, man, that was like feud that one, there's an argument to be made for that being, you know, for, for everything that Hayes said in that tweet to be uh, accurate. Um, yeah. You know, there's an argument to be made for sure, and that thing stood the test of time. And it all started with, I mean, man, talk about a building being in a frenzy. Holy How they got man. out of that building alive is, 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 is magical. Because back then there was a rope that surrounded the ring. There was, there. There was <laughs> the no string. barriers or anything. The string, I yes. the string. and they would pick it up. To the guys yeah. came in for the entrance, and that was like, oh, it's crazy. And the fans would rush the ring to get autographs of the, the, yes. the wrestlers. Yeah. I'm like, man, you cannot get away with that now. 
No, and they would kiss the Von Erics. And pass VD. Yeah. <laughs> you never yeah. do that now. Thanks a lot. No, no, no yeah. God, no. I think there were a few fans that got pregnant on uh, some of the Von Erics entrances. More than likely. Yeah. Wow. There was a few. There were a few babies born as a result of. And we're well, getting a Von Eric biopic too. Did you know that? Uh, isn't MGF playing Lance Von Eric? He might be. I know Zach Efron. I think is playing Carrie. Is this? It's real. Yeah, the yeah. Iron Claw. It's yeah. The Iron, it's called the Iron Claw. Oh, all right. Something to look forward to. Something to look forward to. And MJF is playing Lance. I'm. He's in the movie. I'm pretty sure he's Lance Von Eric. Okay. Who, by the way, wasn't a Von Eric or a cousin no. or any anything no. of the Von Erics. No, but they, you know, I mean, that's wrestling. That's my, but my bad. Zach Efron's playing Kevin Von Eric. Oh, okay, okay. Not okay. to be confused with his character from uh, High School Musical. Right. He's not in the movie. His character from High School. I don't think his character from High School Musical. God bless you. God bless, bless you. you. Holy Jesus. God and bless according, you. And according to IMDb, MJF is in the movie. You done sneezing? Yeah. Now, if I was Dracula, I would. Now, let's. We had spoken about this before off the air in pre production because we do pre production on this show. Yes. Yeah, right before we record the show. Yeah, actually. yeah. <laughs> Where would you put MJF? Would he be the wrestler of the year? Does he fit any of these categories? Yes or no? Wrestler uh, of the year, up and comer. Because I was all for him being possibly performer of the year. And Bobby kind of talked me out of it un, un, um, indirectly. Okay, <laughs> so was it my um, argument for someone else getting it, or was it my... I don't think you said anything, really, that I... If you made me think about it, I'm at work thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I would give him that, because I think everything he says, everything he does, it, yeah, it's, it's shock value, and it's like, to Dennis's point, it draws out emotion, but I'm like, what's the payoff? Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of why performer of the year, um, I couldn't, I would have lost sleep going that direction, uh, not to sandbag his talent in any way, shape or form. I mean, the guy can cut a promo, he can wrestle, um, he's a presence, uh, people pay to see him, people want to see him, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I just, as far as performance. Former of the year, I feel like he uh, that it's something that is probably in his future for sure. Um, but I don't think this was the year. More, more, not not so much because of anything he didn't do, but just because of the strength of some other people's performances. Um, I had to go a different direction. Fair enough. Okay, uh, let's take this a little different. Let's go a little farther with this conversation. If you walked down television tonight and just Me. started, yeah, you, because you're, you're the only professional out of this three group. Three okay. 
If you walked out on TV right now and any show and just started saying, hey, Ric Flair, this one, that one, this one, and they started cutting guys down, uh-huh. you're going to get a reaction, yes or no. Good, bad, or indifferent, you're going to draw an emotion. However, yeah. is, is Ric Flair going to respond to you next week on the show? Probably not. Why? Because he's not affiliated with anybody. Because he's, what? You're not. He's not affiliated with anybody, really. Right, right. So – when MJF comes out and drops Triple H's name on TV, we all know Triple H isn't going to acknowledge that. Right. So, so you're just getting a, I don't know, it's kind of a cheap pop. Uh, agreed. I mean, I, yeah, I, I think it's the same. I think there's a good amount of um, layup stuff that was done in the year that was – I don't know. I just there, there was enough that I'm not sure I totally agreed with. That it was just kind of like okay, that's shock value, and it's um, <sighs> there are points where I was really down for what was being done. I mean, there, I, the the angle where was he leaving the company or not leaving the company? Blah blah blah. And it, it had people talking, and um, that I mean that's what pro wrestling is at its best is when people don't know what's worth what shoot especially nowadays because every fan thinks they're smart um and this was one of those instances where some of you know the boys didn't know but is that is working the boys cool or is it not cool i don't know people are back and forth on that and then is it um is it like manipulating purposely or is is it just out of ignorance that the company or the office or the booker is part of it or not part of it um i don't know i think i think there were just too many question marks and i just again on the strength of some of the performances that he was up against couldn't go that way what do you think dennis no i don't i don't disagree um you know and and i think that has a lot to do with it was like bobby said you know in the future will he be considered at least by us performer of the year yes but the argument of the other people that were in the category and who ultimately end up who who ultimately ends up getting it yeah no i could see bobby's point 100 percent well, and it was, you know, for me too, those other people were doing it without the aid of um, hot shotting, like right. mentioning the other company, blah, blah, blah. You know, which I don't those... think they shouldn't be doing anyway. Like everybody knows the other companies exist. Don't let's not draw, you don't need to drop their name in there. It's kind of, right. it's kind of something we do in radio too, where we, we, avoid talking about the competition because now you go oh shit that's right wwe is on i'm gonna go watch that or you know it's it it takes eyes and or ears away from you not on purpose but it's a reminder of the other people sure and should be told no what's that friend i was gonna say one of the greatest promos probably all of all time my opinion dusty Rhodes. Hard times. He doesn't name anybody. 
he's talking about plumbers and this. He doesn't name any. His name Hulk Hogan. He doesn't go after the that stuff. He, it's a true, from the heart, common right. man promo. Well, I'll say this though too. It's like things taken out of context or in context. Like you know that was a a, a different time in wrestling without the internet, without smart marks, you know, and now everything is like kind of tiptoeing that line or blurring that line of, you know, because everybody is smarter, but they think they're smarter than they are. Um, and it just becomes like a work on top of a work. And then it's like, okay, well, who's getting worked here then? Because, like, a work is, I mean, it should be, like, pro wrestling should be pretty friggin' simple. And anything that becomes too nuanced, I think, when it, it comes to pro wrestling, it doesn't work. It's, and I think history has shown this. And um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think the internet is a blessing and a curse when it comes to pro wrestling as a whole. And so playing it is definitely a tool to utilize. Um, but there's, you know, playing the internet or catering to the internet too strongly is not necessarily um, a good thing. I think it's a little bit of a crutch. I'm not here for it. So this is my show, and uh, the Demi will not go to MJF. Moving forward. <laughs> yeah. Most improved up and comer of the year goes to who? The Demi goes to who? The Demi goes to... Uh... <laughs> he forgot. Hang on. He's got to open the card. Yeah, I don't remember. Ah! An old friend of mine. <clears throat> Actually, a new friend of mine. Because I didn't know him until he got to NXT. But he was there at the uh, tail end. Uh, he has since lost the first name. But... The Demi goes to Theory. Theory. From Austin. Formerly Austin Theory. And for me, the, the argument that's made for this is that I want to say it was no more than two years ago. He was an indie guy. Maybe three. I don't know. But definitely not more than like three years and uh, now he's uh, main event in Raw, I think. Uh, will be against Rollins for the U.S. title coming up at some point soon. I don't know. I'm, I'm behind on my episodes. But, <clears throat> you know, I spent a little bit of time um, when he was coming into NXT uh, with him. Uh, did some bumping around and stuff and just a... Good dude, uh, talented guy, here for it, works hard. Uh, so to see success come to a kid like that, um, yeah, that's awesome. That's cool to see. Uh, and he's he deserves it, man. He's, uh, he's talented, and he's taken to it like a fish to water. Hey-oh! Oh, there it is. Uh, go, you know, going up to the main roster and stuff, I feel like his transition's been seamless. Uh, yeah, I mean the comparisons are there to some some really uh, exceptional um, company. I don't know what's one of the names that you've heard thrown around because I want to see if it's consistent with mine. 
HBK. With Theron? Yeah. Mm, I didn't hear that one. Just how I, I hear that one with Cole. I hear that one with Cole. I heard that with Cole, yeah. I thought uh, I had heard with Theory uh, Kurt Angle. Really? No, I've heard I Kurt Angle wrong. with um, Oh, he's with Otis now. Um, Gable? Gable. Not Gable. Is Gable? I hear yeah, Gable. Gable and I see that with Angle. Not just the Olympic thing, but like I see even like his uh, comedic timing and stuff. I don't know that it's quite where Angle's is, but but he's also younger in his career, and you know, hindsight's always um, so. I give him time. I mean, he's he's. Uh, but I I see the comparison. I get it. But I've heard theory compared to a young Cena. Oh yes, which is some really high level. Uh, Here's a fun fun fact. Fun fact: when I was getting recruited. For Springfield College for football, mm-hmm. he was there. I think he was the center. He was maybe the Cena did play center for Springfield. for Springfield. He was there. I think a year ahead of me if I would have went there. Oh. And years later, I ran into somebody who went to Springfield, worked at the same gym I went to. I'm like, is he legit? He goes, he is all man. He, there is nothing that goes through his body that's is that crazy. No? <laughs> no, that went to Springfield with him, though. Right, wasn't wasn't Craig? Okay, because there was a guy, um, or not Craig? Greg? 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 I don't know. God, I have the worst name. Mark, Scott, Bill, no, Joe. Uh, Greg. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Forget it. Let's move on. Right. <laughs> Next, my John Cena story, my, my claim to fame. He killed it. Okay. All right. Uh it's all a ruse. I just saw this shit on your parade. Right? Yeah. Not rain on it. Shit. 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 Tag team of the shit. year. Tag team of the year. Beep, 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 beep. Tag team of the year. Who wants to field this one? We gotta no, we gotta be dating this award. The yeah. Red Dragon, the Red Dragon Tag Team of the Red Year goes Dragon to Tag Team of the Year goes to Demi. Uh, the 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 Red Dragon Tag Team of the Year Demi goes to the Usos. Yeah, <laughs> the one, right? Isn't that something? That we the know? ones, you the twos. The ones, yeah. Uh, Usos for sure, man. I, I think the whole thing that they got going on, I mean, they, they've been uh, just a great tag team for a long time now, so it almost doesn't even. I mean, they could win it any number of years. Um, this year, though, I feel like uh, and they both rebounded. Well, no, Jimmy or Jay, one of them was rebounding from an injury, was out for a good portion of the year. Um, I remember working out with the with one of them at the PC um, on his way back from his knee injury. Um, I was rehabbing something, and we were both able to kind of get in and bump around a little bit uh, on our, our way back. Um yeah, and two guys that, like, when we were 
still with WWE that I, I have I was hoping Kyle and I privately were definitely hoping to uh, to get a chance to work with you. So as we did not, unfortunately, but um, yeah, that would have been a hell of a hell of a matchup. Uh, would have been fun to do, um, but yeah, I mean, I think they've had a great <clears throat> stellar year, and uh, they complement Roman so well right now with that whole thing, um, and then. Throwing Sami Zayn in there is just an element that takes it over the top. Not that he has anything to do with why they're winning this award because they don't need the help. But I guess that just I'm going to piggyback one to the other is that that uh, the stuff with Sammy it just makes it such a unique pairing, such a unique group with the four of them. Um, it's refreshing and it's. Uh, doesn't make sense. I think if in a writer's yeah. meeting at the beginning of the year, if somebody <laughs> were to have uh, outlined this for you, um, somebody else would have said, okay, please uh, get out. Uh, you gotta go. yeah, you would have been future endeavored <laughs> for sure. Because <laughs> um, it really, on paper, it should not work. But um, it does. And I think that speaks to the strength of the talent of all the members involved, all four, five, if you want to add in Paul Heyman. Um, yeah, it's a collective and it's great. Don't forget the enforcer they have there. Um... Oh, yeah, Sokoa. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what he is too. And like, it's, it's a, I want, it's an awesome role. Like the, being the enforcer of, of a group like that, like I always used to uh, mark for, Arn being called the enforcer and it, and it, it worked with the horseman uh, because it was like, yeah, he's the one that like, I mean, shit, it looks like somebody's father, but he will fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> and that, uh, I don't know that, that just, that always just made Arn like just special. And uh, I think with Sokoa, even though Roman is this big badass, um, there's something about solo Sokoa and that, like, I believe it. I believe like, oh yeah, he'll fuck you up. So it, works. <laughs> it works. It works. Like I'm doing the, the spike, you know, that's all that's, that's just a wrestling classic. I mean, that's up there with the fucking heart punch and the iron claw. <laughs> I still use the iron claw this day. <laughs> On your son? Yes. Yeah. Why not? I mean, you got to figure four. <laughs> you break his legs. <laughs> you got to go for something else. Child services. I think you're, you're you know, you're. Uh, he did throw me an arm bar pretty good. Yesterday was pretty good. He, <laughs> he, he does lay it. He does lay it on tight. He does, yeah. you know, torque the elbow, which he's supposed to do. You talking ra- uh, pro wrestling arm bar or. No, no, no. This is the real deal. This is the real deal. Let me, let me get some oh, torque in that bad boy, you old bastard. I'm going to tweak it. You're, you're going to. Please, I hope you show up in a cast. One. <laughs> I'll next week. Sling, at least the sling, because you put him in the figure four. From the figure four, if he could get the armbar on you, that'd be. You'd get your comeuppance. Dad would be getting his comeuppance. I think your wife would be happy. I'd be happy. Yeah. I know that. She got a good gift for me this year, so I'm in oh. the good graces. I'm in the good graces. She... What you get from you? He farted on the leg. Do you, do you, do you, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the gift. Yeah. It keeps on giving. Do you want to share or is this about my guess? Private information. No, not uh, oh. I mean, the gift. Oh, I, I got her. I got an eye watch. Oh, an eye watch. Getting crazy. I mean, what color eyes? Like brown eyes, blue eyes. She have blue eyes. Well, I'm the watch. Did I watch? I don't know. It's black, black plane. I don't know what the hell it's called. Come on. It's an Apple Watch. She's got. It's black. It's a dad joke. I, come on. I I have dad jokes. Please. I mean, we're all dads. Yes. I'm just the wittiest one of us all. True. Maybe not. I mean, my wife doesn't think so. I'll tell you that. Well, she's getting boots. She's getting the Freebird boots. She doesn't know yet, though. Did you get the Buddy Jack Roberts? Listen, I could use. Would have been doing me a favor if those boots came today. I'm in the middle of the doghouse. You should call somebody. All right, moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> Good idea. Mm-hmm. Fight slash match of the year. Hmm. Okay. You're going to warm me on these, Frank, because. Need to cue them up. Cue it up. I have to look for them. Um. Oh boy. Well, I don't have it. I don't think we picked a winner. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't think we did. <laughs> I don't think we have a. We need to. What do you mean, brother? <laughs> yeah, I don't think we picked one. Oh boy! Yeah, there's there's nothing on the notes. A little bit of a snafu there. Match slash fight of the year. Well, I will say this: there were any Michael Chandler fight, um, as far as MMA fans go, any Michael Chandler fight that happened within the calendar year of 2022 was, dare I say, must see TV. I mean, talk about a guy who only knows one way to fight. I mean, he he just goes for it, period. Um, I don't know how you can't respect. I mean, he he's a he's a fighter's fighter, but he's a fan's fighter as well because he's. I mean, and the guy was a coll- a collegiate wrestler, so like he can. Definitely, when he's in trouble, definitely take somebody down and smother him, you know, grapple. But, like, he gets hit and um, his his default is to wade into the fire with more shots of his own and, you know, to hell with tomorrow. Like, motherfucker goes for it. So I think any Michael Chandler fight in 2022 could could be up for fight of the year um, because we failed. Actually, I was was thinking back Um, to the conversation we had earlier this morning, and I thought we were going Seamus and Gunther. uh, Oh, yes. There we go. Yes. Match of the year. We just didn't write that down, or right. maybe I wrote it down. And well, we had a lot of uh, we had a lot of conversation about this one. We did have that one. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, match of the year. <laughs> I match of the year for me for sure. And this is definitely my flavor of ice cream was uh, Seamus and Gunther from Clash of the Castle. Um, to me, it was a throwback to the like Kawada, Masawa, um, King's Road style, just brutal matches, matches of like Gordy and Dr. Death. Um, just where you didn't see a lot of daylight. In, no, in, in no. Work. Not a lot of daylight. There was a lot of um, a lot of uh, meat smacking. Um, yeah, just a, a fucking throwdown. And I think that that's one of the things missing from today's version of pro wrestling. And this is me being a um, you know an old man, uh, but like I, it, it's supposed to be a fight. It's not supposed to look like a fucking dance. And these guys sure as shit didn't look like they were dancing. And Mm-mm. I was they were there for the thunder. <clears throat> yeah. They were laying the yeah. thunder. Yeah. And uh so Gunther being a guy that I've known for a long time and worked with, um, and he was heavier than yeah. he's gotten very lean, but he's not lost a step. If not, if anything, he's gained a step. And um he is even fucking more snug <laughs> with you know being lighter. And Seamus, I think, I mean, the coolest thing about Seamus being the other one in that is that Seamus has been there for a long time. And I think other people have kind of, you know, taken the taken the reins a bit. And I think Seamus in that match just reminded the wrestling world, like, hey. I didn't fucking go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's still very much, in my book, still very much a player and uh, and a guy who can deliver a match like that. And I don't know, like that match on an exceptional pay-per-view, any exceptional pay-per-view, that match in particular will stick out because of what it was. Um, And I think you can, you know, you could headline any pay-per-view with that now since then because it, it did deliver in, in such a unique way but i loved it i that was hands down match of the year for me yeah i can't argue with that one that's that was good pickup dance good pickup yeah and if you did argue with it frank i'd just throw you off because this is my show. <laughs> just we'll just mute your mic like, yeah, yeah we'll just find another frank <laughs> that, could be, that could be your new gimmick. Let's get a little breakdown of the Demi. Let's get get a little breakdown of the Demi Award. It is, um, if I'm not mistaken, it's the much heralded Bobby Fish figure. Yes, <laughs> but he's rocking some sunglasses, right? So wait, wait. Let me set this up for everybody. My son got Mr. T and Hulk Hogan for Christmas, and um, some of the accessories. Obviously, you can see the Hogan bandana, the Hogan shirt. Yeah, and the Mister T chains. So I go yeah. in the other room. I come back, and said Bobby Fish figure is dressed up with the combination of Hulk Hogan and Mister T. And I'm like, I, that, that's good. That is good. Well, Look at it. I mean, I'll tell you what. I was a Hulkamaniac, <laughs> so much so that at the RPI Fieldhouse, um, I went to a wrestling show that Hogan was on with my dad and my brother. And I had one of my undershirts, you know, like the Hanes white 
t-shirts and I cut the sleeves off and I wrote uh, Hulk on it, but I wrote it backwards because I was looking down. Because <laughs> 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 I was only like nine or ten at the time. It and was last week. I had the rips in the back. Yeah, no, I was young, Frank. I was young. I was only like 36. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, I <laughs> – no, this is what it was. Oh, shit. My memory is such shit. This is what it was. We wrote Hulkamania on it before I put the shirt on. So it was written correctly. And I had the rips in the back and no sleeves. And I went down during intermission to get Hogan's autograph. However, this was a time when, like, the big stars, they weren't coming out for autographs and shit. Like, you pay for that. So I went down. Um, ventured away from my father and my brother. Like I, maybe I was older than nine because I can't imagine my dad would have let me at nine <laughs> just kind of wander off. So maybe I was, maybe I was twenty five. Maybe I was a little bit older. <laughs> but I got down there, and the only person out to sign autographs was Jose Luis Rivera. Ooh. And no knock on Jose, but <laughs> I didn't want to go back to my seat without Hogan's uh, autograph. So I looked down and I thought I'd be sneaky. And I wrote Hulk and that was his autograph. However, I got up and told my brother and my father, like, yeah, I got his autograph. And then my brother said, why is it upside down? (laughs) (laughs) Why is it backwards? Ah, Caught red handed. But wouldn't they see you interacting with Hulk Hogan at some point? No, because the seats were up in the nosebleed. I mean, we were fucking, you know, we were blue collar. Like, none of the furniture in my house ever matched. We weren't poor, but we we, we weren't. Yeah, I mean, we were on a budget. Let's put it that way. I'll give you credit for the improvisation of making the Hogan shirt. Mm-hmm. That was good. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I mean, I was a I was a creative little cuss. All right, <laughs> all right. Dan, you got any stories to compare to that? Yo, fuck no, really. I, mean, no I never tried to forge an upside down backwards autograph. Mm. Nope. I don't think. Shouldn't do it. It's legal. Sure. Yeah, but you can get arrested for that. In some states. All right. Let's go. Documentary of the year. Ooh, documentary of the year. We'll give a hint. You actually tweeted about this not too long ago. Mm, my now defunct Twitter handle. Um, yes. Uh, so for me, documentary of the year goes to none other than the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. It was on A&E, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Um, I'm not sure if that was the... uh, It had to be the first time I saw it. Uh, But, man, it was like a Rocky movie to me. Like, hearing the whole backstory of of his uh, come up to... Not to pro wrestling, but in, in amateur wrestling. And that whole... I read, I read his book, so I knew 
a lot of the stories, but I don't know. It was just really well done. Did you ever watch the movie? The Which movie one? about the wrestling camp he went to? Um, yeah, I did see that. All right. I'm lucky. Go ahead. Fox. Foxcatcher. Fox. Yeah, Foxcatcher. Yeah. Cool. Great, great movie if everybody wants to see a good movie about that lifestyle, that world. That's That was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, good movie. Um, don't like. Some of the ending? No. No, because they cha- they they just took some. I, I don't know. It's a conversation for another time. They took a Liberties. little bit of artistic, yeah, yeah, artistic license, and it was like, oh, why, why fuck with reality? Like, why fuck with the truth? Tell the fucking truth. Right. Anyway, conversation for another time. But yeah, good movie. Uh, but great documentary on A and E uh, about Angle, and I really, really fucking enjoyed it. And when I finished it, I, I don't know, it was like 10.30 at night. I, I was ready to um, eat raw meat. And, um, yeah. Honorable <laughs> mention does go to the recently released Richard Flair. I don't know if we can give an honorable mention. Frank. I mean, I haven't I'm... seen it, so I got to reserve my right All right, well... to use uh, something. Saw it, loved it, was surprised okay. about it. Really? All right. Well, I got to uh... They've done so many documentaries. Well, they've done a few documentaries. Yeah, ESPN's Rick's got a few. One. Rick's got a few. ESPN's done. ESPN did one about them. This one seemed a little more professionally done as it went into the backstory. The only thing I didn't like about it was it's probably because they're with AEW. They didn't interview Arn or Tully. Oh. I think if you're going to talk about the horse, that small, they only touched upon the horse piece. If you're going to do it, you got to talk to those two guys too, though. But I I understand they can't, probably can't because of the contracts and all that stuff. But maybe, I mean, I don't know. Like Rick's career spans such, it's so, such a wide span of time that I I don't know in reality how big of a chapter the horseman won is i mean for me it's it's a huge chapter because that's what that was my introduction to flair like i knew him as the four horsemen and i knew him along with arn and tully and lex luger at first that's what because uh i think when Oli, that was a little bit before i was aware of them i might be a little too young <laughs> believe it or not well, the way they touched the, the horse and stuff the horse and stuff is touched upon because of the partying. That's how they intertwined it. And it wasn't so much about the wrestling and all that stuff. Okay. It was how the partying stuff got to another level. But those two obviously were part of it. So, Yeah. Well, the backstory, I, I believe, is that Arn and Ole was, you know, a very well established in mid-Atlantic legendary and and so Arn being made to be his brother was kind of giving him the rub that was like fucking crazy but then they made uh rick like a cousin yeah 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 yeah. and that was the way they kind of like looped it all together and, and then um the story goes that the horseman name came from promo that Arn cut 
the four horsemen, you know, not since the four horsemen of the apocalypse has there been a group more strong, you know, more powerful, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, yeah, so prophetic words by, uh, by the enforcer. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I get what you're saying, though. Like, I don't, I don't know how you can have a, a real solid documentary about Rick that doesn't include I agree. All right. We're back. And we're back. Dennis, how would you like to talk about the, the pay-per-view of the year? How would I like to talk about it? Yeah, you got to announce it. Just announce it. Just talk to it. Just announce it. Give, give a Debbie oh, up, for God. Give I was a Debbie like, up, for God's sake. I thought we were just going to talk about the category. I didn't know what was going on. Was like, give hey, a Debbie up, for Pete's sake. You can even change it if you want to. <laughs> Brothers. Go for it. Whatever you yeah, want to offer up. So the so the demi for the pod for the podcast of the year, which isn't the Bigger. award we're talking about. I'm just fucking jumping all over the place because right. my, my head hurts. Uh for paper review <laughs> of the year, which we determined could be any pay-per-view. It could be wrestling, it could be UFC, it could be any kind of MMA. Uh-huh. Uh UFC 281 gets the demi for pay-per-view yes. of the year. UFC 281, uh, I think it just delivered, like, every fight delivered. I talked uh, earlier about Michael Chandler, and that was uh, one of the fights on the card. I think that was the co-main. Well, depending on that, because the girls' fight was uh, Carla Esparza and uh, Zhang Wei Li. Um, which previous, when Carla Esparza won the title, it was a uh, fight that everyone just farted on. Like, so for her to come back and it be an entertaining fight, I mean, Zhang Weili won, um, but it was much more competitive. Uh, anyway, Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier on that, like they just went for it. Uh, that was when uh, uh, the main was Adesanya and Alex Pereira, and Pereira knocked him out. Um, and again, another one that could have been, I don't want to say comeback of the year, but if it went to the cards, uh, Alex Pereira is not winning that fight. Um, so it was another one of those. And he's knocked uh, Adesanya out before in kickboxing uh, in glory. Um, that was the third time that they fought. And uh, yeah, I mean, he just seems to have his number. Um, I, I give it the pay-per-view of the year just because every fight on the main card just seemed to do the only one that, you know, and you can't say it didn't deliver because the um, the person who won did deliver. Obviously, like Chris Gutierrez, his performance against Frankie Edgar was awesome. But I think it was a, a bit of a tearjerker moment because Frankie Edgar is such a legend of the sport. And he was retiring on that fight showed his kids before the fight his wife and you know frankie's just a pillar of of mma and 
something like that. You know, it's, it's hard to watch somebody get knocked out. This wasn't a good one. But, you know, hats off to Frankie Edgar's career regardless. I think 281 delivered in every way. Um, not to say that there weren't some pro wrestling pay-per-views that delivered also, but uh, just uh, for the bang for your buck, 281's got it for me. I think the proper pro wrestling pay-per-views lately, they've been eight to ten hours long. Yeah. I think that's the, yeah. And they overstay their welcome. And I'll say this. That's what was so awesome about the takeovers that uh, we were a part of. Uh, and dare I say the takeovers even before we got there. There were some takeovers that were really memorable, and then ones while we were there that were really memorable. And I just don't know that the takeovers that you see now have quite been able to recapture that sort of um, man. They just they were they were the right amount of attention paid to each match, and they were the right amount of time and the right number of matches. And there's just that sweet spot. When you hit the sweet spot. You know, it's like you're making contact and you don't even feel it, and the ball goes over the fence. Give me quality, not quantity. Yeah, yeah. Give me your six best for about two hours. Put me to bed early. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. I agree. All right. <laughs> All right. Next demi. What's the next one? Slobber knocker Ooh, of the year. Slobber knocker of the year. And we're going to have to put this. Yep, go ahead, Dennis. On this one, it's actually, it's literal. <laughs> yes, it is very much. Um, and I uh, came across this. Um, Robin Black breaks down uh, fights and knockouts and submissions. Sometimes he breaks down like insects fighting or drunk bar fights. <laughs> Break down. Yeah, yeah. It's really kind of uh, it's kind of cool what he does. But he breaks down like the elements of what leads to certain um, more times than not, it's knockouts. Um, and this one was from BKFC. Um, it was Alan Belcher who used to fight in the UFC. He fought at a much lighter weight in the UFC. So I almost didn't even recognize him in BKFC. Um, but he knocks out a gentleman by the name of Frank Tate. And uh, if you get a chance to see the clip, do so. And you will understand why we call it Slobber Knocker of the Year. So uh, it makes the list on the inaugural Demi Awards. And uh, it will be next year uh slobber knocker of the year thank you jr but, honorable uh, mention is your knockout in dubai <laughs> it's the dko so it definitely there was no slobber tomatoes or tomatoes <laughs> oh, i appreciate it Mike. <laughs> best bar fight you've ever seen oh best bar fight i've ever seen subcategory yeah i just oh. thought about it I don't know. I, yeah, I, I truly don't. I don't know. What wrestler, what professional wrestler would you want with you other than Ming 
in a bar fight. Oh, you took the what? You yeah. took the person away because you know I could that uh, turning him into a, a verb. I'll haku your ass. Um, okay, outside of him. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm gonna say Kyle because Kyle's jujitsu ace. Hmm. Break your fucking limbs. What do you got, Dennis? It's a silent assassin. Blackman, really? The lethal weapon. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Frank? I'm going to go with the big LG. The big LG? I think Big Luke could probably do some damage in a fight. <laughs> or Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh! All right, let's go onward. We're getting down there. What do we got? Two categories left? We got our surprise category, too. We just had a What's the surprise category? What the fuck? Do we know about this? We do. We've, we've chosen, actually. All right, let, let's. 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 Uh, da, 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 da. Performance of the year. The Demi goes to. Of the year. The Demi goes to. It scores the top of the list. Performance of the year. The uh, I can't remember his moniker. Uh, what's he going by? The American he's, Nightmare. He's, the American Nightmare. There you go. I couldn't remember. I could think of Nightmare, but I couldn't think. I was thinking of like Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street, or the Ireland Ireland Nightmare. <laughs> yeah, the Nightmare on Elm Street, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> so we're saying performance of the year, Cody Rhodes in Hell in a Cell. Uh, that in itself is a performance, but to do it with a torn pectoral muscle that yeah. was literally black and blue, impressive. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even black and blue. You know it what? Was it wasn't that impressive. Yeah, it was purple. Because, it was, yeah, it was purple. Somebody on this podcast wrestled the War Games match with a torn tricep. Yeah, but you couldn't see it. <laughs> so it didn't <laughs> count, I guess. You know, it's a, so the fact that uh, Cody's injury was so visible and it was gross and that's <laughs> pro wrestling 101 you know like that's like hair and makeup in the movies and that was you know uh, not fabricated so it's like getting color with the hard way yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 really, to watch what him and Rollins did in that match. Flawless. Athlete flawless. He had, you know, the injury that he had and still, you know, I mean, just bumping had to be uncomfortable, um, let alone, like, anything involving it. Uh, so, yeah, that's off to Cody for just being a gamer. Being a fucking gamer. So for me, yeah, performance of the year, just being a, being a fucking man, getting it done. All right, we're getting close. Now, this next award was unanimous. It's the, unanimous. It's the performer of the year. Performer of the year goes to. <laughs> Uh, 
Demi goes to Sammy Zane. Sammy Zane, performer of the year. What do you guys think? Why? He is, and I don't mean Max Luger of the total package. He is a total <laughs> package. Uh, I think. Huh. So, yeah, there's so many reasons. And there's uh, one, it's uh, he's one of one, for sure. There's no comparison. There's no like, oh, well, he's like this. Like if you were to describe him to uh, somebody who doesn't watch, you you really wouldn't bring up anybody else. So it's like he's, he's one of one. Um, he is Teflon in a way. Like he could lose every match and people are still going to pay to see him. That, by definition, is uh, you know, pro wrestling done properly. Um, he's unique as all hell. Uh, not afraid to have egg on his face. Uh, he's a great heel. He's in a in a way charming enough that it almost tiptoes on this line of babyface because he is kind of the foil to Roman. So there's times that like you do feel sympathy for him <laughs> because he's really painted to be uh, the class asshole in so many ways. <laughs> um, I get that a lot too. He's got a solid fucking beard. Solid beard. Spot on. Uh, yeah, yeah. And like, even just the way that he parts his hair. Like, it's... <laughs> there's no way that if he's going, you know, to the high school dance, that he's actually parting his hair that way. So, like, he's 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 a guy that gets it. Um, he is... he. So, the, the craziest part for me to see all this is there was a time we were both rehabbing an injury at the PC um, last, uh, whatever, I don't know, a couple of years ago. And uh, he and I would talk at length uh, a lot of those days because we knew each other prior, but we would just talk about whatever. Um, and a lot of times it ended up coming back to the business. And uh, his outlook on the business is, uh, you know, it's it's refreshing and it's, it's brilliant in some ways. And so to see him putting all that to work now, obviously, I think he was rehabbing a shoulder injury. I don't remember exactly. What that was. <laughs> yeah. To see the success and he's had success at every level, you know, when he was uh, the much lesser known El Generico, like he, I mean, who would have taken a, a gimmick, you know, basically a, a luchador who doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> um, it's just one of those tongue-in-cheek characters that can only exist in pro wrestling. But, but you know, Sammy can go. He can fucking wrestle. Um, I got to look at the match at Mania, too. I mean, getting that match out of Johnny Knoxville. Um, not to say that he didn't do his part, but, I mean, those matches are not easy to pull off. Um and Sammy made it one of the highlights of the show. Um, so credit also, I think, has to go out to Hurricane Helms in that regard because he was the agent for that match. And uh, 
they put together, you know, that crowd, that crowd reacted. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a crapshoot with those matches. You don't, you don't always know. Could be, you know, could easily turn into a fucking stinker, and uh, and it wasn't. And I think that, that speaks to the credibility and the performance ability of the man, Sami Zayn, and uh, the stuff he's doing with uh, with Roman and the Usos now, and, and Heyman. Yeah, performer of the year for me, hands down, Sami Zayn. Although, although I will say, honorable mention, Seth Rollins is got to be up there too. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll go Seth Rollins. Yeah, I mean, I think you can make an argument that, that could easily put him in there, for sure. Um, I feel like he's just, you know, see, knowing where he came from on the indies and coming up through all the different companies. And then, you know, people knew, like, coming up, like, oh, yeah, he's going to be a good one. And, and he was definitely one of those people that was, like, pegged as, like, okay, he's a future WWE guy and blah, blah, blah. But he never didn't put the work in and he could definitely be somebody now who like stayed at that same level that he came in and then got given this thing and that thing. And, you know, he could have stayed there, but he hasn't, he's grown as a performer. And like right now I, I feel like, um, you know, confirmation of it is the way that the crowd kind of uh, sings along with his entrance music now and whatnot. Like, I think it's all just been a culmination of uh, Seth really finding who he is. And I think we're seeing that now, especially. Um, yeah, these are some awesome years here. All right. There we go. Now, the mystery selection award. Frank, I think you're on your own on this one. I don't. Podcast of the year. Podcast of the year. Dennis, this is your wheelhouse. This this was an absolute wash. Uh, It was unanimous on every poll taken that never hit Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Right. this is the podcast of the year. We're winning our own award. We're yes, of course. Easily. Hands we'll down. Win it next year also. Yeah. We're putting next ourselves over. After. Yeah. Hell Listen. yeah. Screw the other people. Yep. Screw those podcasts. This I do the one. Chops. I'm not doing a job here. Nor should we. No, you shouldn't do the job here. No way. <laughs> I did enough jobs in AEW. I'm not doing the job here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm winning. Yeah. I'm the champion. I'm Hulk Hogan. I pay the fool. You are Hulk Hogan. There you are. Yeah, I am. I'm a Hulkamaniac. There you go. Brother. Brother. I got to say, Frank, your Hulk Hogan impression is way better than your Iron Sheik. (laughs) How about my macho man? And possibly less offensive. I'm just. (laughs) I could do a macho man too, brother. Oh, yeah. Stick with Hogan. Freak out, freak out. Okay. Stick with Hogan. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do you got now? Poor, poor wife. Sounds to me like that is a wrap on the 2022 mm-hmm. first annual Demi Awards. Yes, the Demi Pot Awards. It's in the books. Well done. Well done, gentlemen. Well done. Uh, by the way, everyone that won a Demi, uh, the trophy's in the mail. 
This is the trophy. It's in the email. It's, yeah, uh, we're going to send it in the Or you could just go to email. any of your fine retail establishments that sell Bobby Fish figures and pick yeah. one up yourself. But then you got to get some other ones too in yes. order to equip it properly. So you got to put it together. Buy three figures, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so me, Mr. T. A Hogan and a Mr. T. By the and way, this you, is looks the, like you got to get the uh, United States or what title is that? I am not Universal? sure where that belt. I think that came with Hogan. I'm not really sure, but it, it okay. was laying around someplace, and he put it on you. Okay, couldn't have been Hogan. That's not even a Hogan belt. That's a new. That's the Universal, isn't it? Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know. Universal, yeah. the red, the red one. I think that's the Universal or the undisputed. I don't know. Huh? Yeah. You know what he says? No. Oh yeah, brother. Uh, Fair enough. Oh. By the way, this is the only award show where the trophy uh, has some assembly required. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, we're one of one. That. We are one of one. When people describe this podcast, they don't bring up other ones because there's no other podcast quite as bad. <laughs> That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. But we're going national. We are national. We're going bigger than national. We're going to streaming world too. Universal. I mean, technically, technically, we're already worldwide um, with the with with the audio part of this. Okay. You're big. You're big in Italy. Huge in Italy. Yeah. Well, I'm Italian. Aren't we all? Makes sense. No, I'm not. No, you're not. You're not. I'm Polish. <laughs> yeah. You can't tell right. Scott Scottsky. All right, let's take her home. Take her home. What do you got, Frank? Um, well, nothing really. It was good to be here. Good. That was well thought out, Frank. Well done. <laughs> well done. Another one served up and delivered. Thank you, Baba. We, oh, shit. There it is. <sighs> we, we end them all the same, and Frank still hasn't. He's still surprised by the question. He's like, yeah. I don't know. It's okay. He'll get it straight by the time we end up on the network thing. Maybe. I hope so. Maybe. Yeah. I got nothing. Happy New Year. All right. Yeah, Happy New Year. We'll be back with another uh, episode, and it'll be 2023, if I'm not yep. mistaken. Yes, it will. Uh-huh. There we go. All right, let's wrap her up. Say goodnight, Bobby. All right. Goodnight, Bobby.